Are there things that you need to be saying yes to in your nursing career, but you find yourself saying no instead? Here on episode 66 of The Nurse Keith Show, my job is to cajole you to say yes to four important things that will move your career forward. Hello and what's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Nurse Keith Show. Yes, this is episode 66, and I'm very grateful for you being part of The Nurse Keith Nation. As always, this podcast is about you, your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that are going to get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. I'm a member of the ProMed Network of Healthcare Podcasts over at ProMedNetwork.com. And most of you know I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of Nurse Podcasters, along with RNFM Radio, Kevin Ross of the Innovative Nurse Show, and Elizabeth Scala of the Your Next Shift Podcast. Make sure you check out RNFM Radio at rnfmradio.com or head over to iTunes. We are way over 200 episodes now, and there's lots for you to listen to. So definitely check out RNFM Radio. And definitely check out the Nurse Keith Show on iTunes. I'd love for you to leave me a rating and review. There were 14 there. I am now on the drive to 25. I would like 25 reviews on iTunes. So please do me a favor and leave a review. I would be eternally grateful. Anyway, the show notes for this episode can be found at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 66. I'm super thrilled you're here and let's dig into today's topic. Well, back on July 17th of 2016, I published a blog post over on Digital Doorway, my long-running nursing blog, and it's called Four Ways That Nurses Can Say Yes. And in the course of this episode of The Nurse Keith Show, I want to reflect on those four things that I talked about in that blog post, build upon those thoughts to some extent, and talk about why I try to reason with nurses who I think are leaving opportunities on the table when there's certain simple things that they can do to move their career forward. So one of the things that nurses come to me with, and they say that they can't do it or won't do it or don't want to do it or refuse to do it, is taking part in any way on social media. So in the blog post, I mentioned mostly LinkedIn, because any of you who've listened to the show or read anything I've written know that I'm a big LinkedIn advocate And with the recent purchase of LinkedIn by Microsoft, LinkedIn is probably going to become much more important and robust over the coming years. Don't mark my words on that, but if Microsoft spent $26 billion on it, which they did, you can rest assured, I hope, that LinkedIn is going to get even better than it is now, and it definitely has some room for improvement. Anyway, nurses say to me when I ask them about LinkedIn, they say, Oh, I'm an older nurse and I just don't feel good about using social media. I value my privacy. Or they say, I don't do social media. That's a thing I hear a lot. So what I want to say is this, folks. I know you value your privacy. We all value our privacy. But when you're refusing to use LinkedIn because you value your privacy, what is it that you're leaving on the table? What could you be doing that you're not doing by not being LinkedIn on LinkedIn by not engaging with people there on that very powerful platform. So think about your privacy for a second. 
Do you value your privacy enough to not use a credit card so that your credit card companies don't know where you're spending money? Are there catalogs coming to your mailbox that you never ordered or emails coming to your inbox that you never asked for? Your privacy is violated all of the time, often by things you do without thinking. Every time you search on Google, stuff that you search for is being shared, and you might notice that targeted ads on Facebook and even ads targeted to you within your email account are based on what you do online. So folks, you know what? There's no escape. There's no escape to complete privacy unless you're going to go live under a rock or out in the middle or nowhere somewhere. And yes, there are people who do that. But in terms of your career, I have to say from my own perspective that LinkedIn is a fairly safe way to use social media in order to benefit and forward your nursing career, your career in the healthcare landscape in the 21st century. So if you're worried about privacy, there are a lot more places to worry about it than in your use of LinkedIn. Every time you shop on Amazon, all these other things you're doing online, there's definitely information being shared about you with people you don't know about. So I cajole you to consider using LinkedIn and you don't even have to put your personal phone number or email address in your profile. So from my point of view, in terms of privacy, there's not much excuse for not using LinkedIn unless you really don't want to connect with other people or be found or be able to find other jobs and opportunities that are out there. Meanwhile, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Tumblr, all of these different social media sites, yes, those are some places where I feel like you could actually pull back and not share quite as much. You can use Twitter in order to monitor and keep your finger on the pulse of what's happening in healthcare and nursing, and you can do it completely anonymously. You can also use Instagram and other social media platforms anonymously. I actually don't necessarily recommend that because I like to be transparent online, but if you're worried about privacy, there are ways to leverage all of the information and sharing that's happening online without sharing your personal information. So consider using Twitter as like a news feed for your career without really putting out anything personal that's going to jeopardize your privacy. So that's my little diatribe about digital privacy, folks. There's a lot more to say about it. Some of you might disagree with me, but if you were going to use one online platform for your career, LinkedIn is the one, and I recommend getting on there, and I recommend meeting, connecting with, and exchanging information with other professionals. It will really help you, and I don't want to see you cutting off your digital nose to spite your face in terms of your nursing career. Okay, enough said about that. The next thing that nurses need to say yes to that they often say no to is professional networking. This can be online networking like LinkedIn, which we just discussed, but it can also be in-person networking. A lot of nurses, when I ask them about their networking efforts, they say, well, I don't really network or I'm an introvert or I don't like to go to meetings, or the famous statement of, I'm not a joiner. So what I want to say is that networking and meeting other nurses and healthcare professionals, this helps you to build your tribe. And I've done podcasts about this. I've written lots and lots of articles and blog posts about it. 
You need like-minded friends and colleagues in your corner. You need to make plans for your professional future and your chosen profession. And you can advance on many levels based on the people you know and the people you meet and the people that they know that you can meet. So there's lots of ways to network out there, folks. You don't have to do it all online. You don't have to go to huge national or regional conferences unless you want to. So here's some ideas. Here in New Mexico, a lot of nurses belong to the New Mexico Nurses Association, and the NMNA has awesome workshops, seminars, and meetings throughout the year. And I've met some incredible people through my membership to the New Mexico Nurses Association, which happens to be a chapter of the American Nurses Association. Some people like to join nursing organizations that are more focused on a specialty, like the American Holistic Nurse Association. There happens to be a chapter of the AHNA here in northern New Mexico. So wherever you are, unless you're living in a very remote or rural area, there's probably a nursing organization that meets somewhere where you can actually go to meetings and meet people. And when you meet people, you can just be friendly, hand out your business card, chat with people, make connections, connect with some of those folks on LinkedIn, and use that networking to build your professional tribe. So when folks tell me that networking isn't for nurses, it's really just for business people, or people really just do that at the Chamber of Commerce, don't they? This couldn't be more wrong and couldn't be more misguided. And I want to disabuse those of you who think that networking is only for those who are entrepreneurs or business owners. So get out there and network, folks. This is something you need to say yes to. And when you feel a no inside, remember that Nurse Keith told you that networking is where it's at and you need to do it. So another thing that nurses tend to say no to a lot, I find, is that They don't really want to read journals. They don't want to listen to podcasts or read blog posts or articles. And what I like to tell people is that there is a collective genius out there in the world around nursing, around healthcare, around economics, politics, any possible subject you can think of. And for your nursing career, reading and taking in information is a great way to build your confidence, to get new ideas, and to inspire yourself to something new or taking on some sort of new project or a new goal or a new direction in your career. So if you're not into reading professional journals, and I know those can be pretty dry, I do read some of them and some are more enjoyable than others, listen to podcasts and actually, hey, you're listening to a podcast right now. So Yes, listen to nursing podcasts. There are so many out there, folks. Just go to iTunes and type in nursing or go to Google and type in nursing podcasts or healthcare or medicine or listen to any podcast that you want. What you want to be doing in your career is feeding your mind, feeding your brain and your heart and your spirit. I listen to podcasts that are fictional stories, serial stories. I listen to podcasts about business and art and books and theater and movies. I try to feed myself with all sorts of stuff that'll give me ideas and inspiration and help me to be a well-rounded, thoughtful, intelligent person. So I recommend whether you read nursing-related books, 
medical books, medical journals, nursing journals, nursing blogs, and stuff completely unrelated to what it is you actually do on a day-to-day, there's something it adds to your life. And I recommend being that eternal, perpetual student who's constantly absorbing more information and more stories and more inspiration for your life. And I know a lot of you, when you go home, you want to forget about nursing, you want to forget about healthcare. And I totally understand not wanting to delve into nursing and medically related stuff when you're at home. So here's one thing you can do. Download podcasts to your device and listen to them while you commute to work or do the laundry, or go shopping, or go to the gym. You don't have to listen to them while you're at home. Meanwhile, if you have a couple friends at work who actually are interested in reading, say, nursing journal articles, or stuff on evidence-based practice, for instance, or the latest developments in healthcare technology, start a journal club at your workplace. Meet, you know, once a month, twice a month tops. Sit and talk about an article you're all reading, or each of you bring an article in to talk about. This doesn't mean you have to write a paper like you're in nursing school. You don't have to analyze the statistics. You don't have to develop some Gantt chart to talk about what you learned in the different articles you've been reading. It can be a really fun way to connect with your colleagues, learn a little bit, laugh about the stuff you're reading, or Just go wild over the stuff you're reading because it's so interesting and you want to bring it to your workplace. So keeping abreast of the nursing and medical zeitgeist is crucial. And if you have the energy, if you have the inkling, and maybe some people in your life, some colleagues to share with, it can be a really great way to keep your finger on the pulse, keep your ear to the rails of what's happening out there. So folks, Think about the ways you want to take in information. How do you want to be a sponge? So think about that or hit me up for some ideas. I'll give you some ideas for how to look for information that's going to be the most interesting. And finally, folks, in relation to, I guess we'll just say overall nursing professional development, your career development, I hear some people tell me that They just don't have the energy. Their nursing job takes up a lot of their time. They have parents to care for, children to care for, teenagers, kids to put through school, a disabled spouse, an extra job. I totally get it. However, at the same time, we nurses still need to grow. We still need to find ways to move forward. We need to find ways to develop ourselves and also to keep ourselves from getting bored because you know what comes with boredom? Burnout can come from boredom. And also we can become, if not burnt out, we can become a little lackadaisical in our career. Our nursing starts to feel really just like a job and nothing but a job. It starts to feel like something that's not that important to us anymore. So if you're networking, reading, listening, absorbing, growing in any way, that's a way to feed a hunger to stay relevant, a hunger to stay informed. You know, this is a fast-paced century, the 21st century. 
the healthcare and nursing landscapes are constantly shifting under our feet. And for those of us who are really earnest and really want to do something special with our careers and our lives and not just have it be just a job, we need to go the extra mile. So what I'm relating to you is this hunger I would like you to develop for information, for growth, a hunger for something new, for knowledge, something that's going to inspire you along the way. So some nurses out there are still super resistant to, for instance, get their bachelor's of science in nursing, even though the writing's on the wall, and even though there are jobs where the doors are closed to them because they don't yet have their BSN. So if you're one of those sitting on the sidelines wanting a new job, wanting to move forward, realizing that you need that bachelor's degree, go for it. That's another way of growing. Or if you find that maybe you're a slightly older nurse and you're really resisting electronic charting and all the technological changes that are happening, the advancements that are happening in nursing and healthcare, you know what? You really need to bite the bullet and start learning those technologies. If you find that technology is your nurse's Achilles heel, there's something you need to do about it, folks. Don't let your shyness about learning technology keep you down and keep you from moving into a new direction, something inspiring and fun. So you don't want to be left behind waiting. You don't want to be standing there as everyone else keeps elevating and moving in a new direction and you're left in the digital dust. So folks, show that natural curiosity of the nurse, the critical thinking, and move in a positive direction, move in an inspired direction. So folks, you know what? We need to say yes to stuff that's going to foster professional growth. If you're opposed to social media, if you're opposed to networking, if you don't want to go to professional development events, consider why you're opposed to those things. And here are some of my arguments for maybe moving your opposition in the other direction and taking on some of these as a new challenge. So you can tell I'm pretty opinionated about this stuff, and I don't want to see you nurses out there being limited in your choices because of your resistance to the things you need to do to stay current, to stay relevant. There are lots of great opportunities out there, folks, and I don't want you to miss out. So folks, nurses have said yes to things in the past that keep us down, and we still do. There are nurses out there who say yes to bullying, and you know why? They say yes to bullying because they're silent, and that silent equals complicity. There are nurses out there who say yes to being, quote-unquote, a victim of the patriarchy because they're not willing to speak up. If there are things that you're saying yes to that you need to say no to, definitely start saying no. And for the things you're saying no to that you really know you should be saying yes to, turn that no around to a yes and start embracing new things in your life and your career. Speaking of new things in your life and your career, I just want to give you a heads up once again. If you're listening to this in 2016, myself, Kevin Ross, and Elizabeth Scala are going to be at the National Nurses and Business Association Conference this fall in October of 2016, October 14th to 16th, actually, to be exact. And we're going to be talking about podcasting, We're going to be doing a pre-conference. I'm going to be speaking about networking and social media, and there are going to be loads of nurse leaders, 
nurse innovators and people who are thinking about nursing in a brand new novel way. So if you want to have fun in Las Vegas, if you want to meet me, go out to coffee, have a drink, meet the folks from RNFM Radio, and meet nursing luminaries from all over the country, definitely come to Las Vegas. So if you go to the show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 66, there's a link there for you to go right to RNFM Radio's page at the NNBA website, and you can learn all about what's happening at the NNBA. So think about it. Even if you're not a business person yet, but you just want to get inspired about something new, the NNBA is the place to be this fall in Las Vegas, Nevada. Anyway, folks, the Nurse Keith Show is adroitly and very skillfully edited and produced by the excellent Tim Hollowell of thepodcastingguy.com. Please check him out over there. Social media and promotion are expertly handled by Mark Cappiespeason. My great thanks to Mark for all of his work as well. Please consider leaving a review over on iTunes. Check out nursekeith.com. Find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. You look for me, I'll be there. So again, the show notes for this episode are at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 66. So I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from this episode. I want you to take some inspired action. If you disagree with anything I shared in this episode, I would love to hear from you. If you decide to do something new that you've never done before because I shared it here and I cajoled you or guilt tripped you into doing it, let me know what you did and let me know how it went. All right, folks, I want you to stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career. And tune in again as we continue to explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying and fun and gratifying than you ever imagined. Be well, dig deep, keep in touch, and adios till next time. <laughs>